so Wes Brown, Les Brown tells this great story about a company that he was working with for to help increase their sales. And the company happened to be a restaurant, restaurant chain, and they were looking for ways to increase the sales of some of their higher end products. One of which was nothing less than a nice big juicy steak. So vegetarians, I'm sorry, this is all about eating meat right now. So anyhow, what Les is working with them, and then he said, here's what I want you to do. I want you to take a steak and put it on, you know, those metal platters that they serve them on, right? And superheat the platter, superheat the platter, and then put the steak on it. And then right before the waiter is to deliver it, drop an ice cube on it. So that as the waiter's walking through, the people not only hear, smell the steak, they hear the ice cube sizzling on the platter. And they did that. And all of the sudden, almost every night, they were selling out of their steaks. Why is that? What were they selling? Were they selling the ambiance? No. Were they selling... The, the steak? Not, no, not really. What was selling was the sizzle. You got to sell the sizzle. You got to get into that feeling where all of our senses are engaged by the sizzle, the smell, the, 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 the hearing of it. And even though it was the ice cube melting, everyone thought and felt and smelled the steak smelled the steak. And this is what happens in our seeking to manifest the good in our lives, is people are treating, praying for, visualizing for the steak, and they forget about the sizzle. They forget to engage the other senses that allow them to feel that manifestation coming into play. And it is that feeling that allows you to engage all of your senses, the, the smell, the seeing, the hearing. Once you engage those, then what occurs is the evolution of the idea into form begins to become a little easier. It begins to manifest in such a way that you're existing in this aura of pure expectation. Because you're excited about not the steak, but the sizzle. Just the sizzle. So think about that for a moment. What is it that you're working on in your journey where you can exist in the excitement of the sizzle? As opposed to saying, I'll be so glad when this happens. I'll be so happy once this manifests. Because all we're doing is there is we're delaying the sizzle. We want to live in the excitement of the sizzle. Les Brown said, sell the sizzle. He said, if you are carrying strong feelings about something that happened in your past, they may hinder your ability to live in the present. Okay? And what happens in the selling of the sizzle, as people are looking to manifest whatever good they're looking for, they're caught up on what happened the day before or how it's manifested for them previously. And none of that is the sizzle. 
that's what was. We want to move into that excitement, that expectation, that joy, all engaging all of the senses of the sizzle. What does the sizzle of your current desire look like? What does it feel like? What does it smell like? What does it taste like? Here's what I want you to do. I'm going to give you a homework assignment. <laughs> and I want you to think back to biology class. And I want you to go on YouTube and look for a video. And I want you to find the video of the, I forgot what we call them now, where, where that shows the flower growing from the seed, right? Fast motion photography, is that it? Time lapse, time lapse photography. Growing from the seed, coming up the stalk, the leaves coming out of the stalk, and then the bud. And the bud just opening slowly and slowly and slowly. And of course, we see that in time lapse photography, and we think, oh, well, it's happening within 30, 45 seconds, depending on the time lapse. But in reality, depending on the flower, depending on the seed, it could take anywhere from a couple of months to sometimes even more than that to get that manifestation. But you know, the seed is excited about the sizzle. The seed is excited about the becoming. It's not wrapped up in the end result of the flower. And when you look at that time-lapse video and really watch it, get that awareness, that knowing, that what you're witnessing is how the spiritual realm evolves into the physical realm. It evolves through the seed, through the, through the stalk, through the flower, and opening up. So when we're in this awareness that the sizzle is really the nutrients in the soil, the sizzle is really all of the universe conspiring, nurturing your dream and your vision, your desire to come into form, then we, be, we may begin to let go of the end result. The end result. There's this place that exists for us. Holmes called it the veil. Dr. Holmes called it the veil. And this place that exists for us is the separation between the spiritual and the physical realm. And Holmes said the separation between the spiritual and the physical realm is paper thin. Paper thin. If you had a piece of paper and you were holding it, you could look at it straight ahead, see it on either side. You could turn it on its side, look down on it, right? And see what the paper is. But at the end of the day, it's paper thin. But this paper thin veil that Holmes refers to is still the evolution of presence in the process of becoming. And people think that their dreams, their desires, their goals are held in this vast energy somewhere within mind. But the reality is the dreams, the goals, our intentions, they're held in the veil. The veil is that last step of spiritual energy becoming your intention, becoming your goal, becoming your dream.
and it's going to fully manifest as your goal, as your dream, in that process of embracing the sizzle, in that process of selling the sizzle. So we want to begin looking at, am I providing that nutrient that the soil provides to the seed? Am I providing that exciting energy that allows that desire to come into the physical realm? This universe of ours, what we have chosen to participate in, is nothing other than pure energy always becoming form. And even in the manifest realm, once that pure energy has manifested, it still has not vacated its evolutionary process. It is still in the process of evolving and into becoming something more. And our role is to always be mindful of what are we focusing on and allowing that energy to become. Do we want it to become that past experience? Or do we want it to become something new and exciting? What does that look like for you? What does new and exciting mean for you? What is letting go of every past demonstration that might not have unfolded the way that you wanted? Letting go of every disappointment that you've ever experienced. What does that look like and feel like? to have a disappointment-free journey. Feels light, feels good. Feels like you can do anything. It feels as if the universe is always working with you. <coughs> Excuse me. I'll take that. That just came out of nowhere. And it feels really good. It feels as if the expectation of only having good come into our journey is being fulfilled. That's what it feels like. But somewhere along this process, we have to begin to learn to let go of what hasn't manifested previously and focus fully on the now. By focusing fully on the now, knowing that the energy of presence is always in this evolutionary state and it's evolving based on the expectations we're holding, based on the feelings, the energy, this, what we're allowing for our sensory input. What we're allowing for our sensory input and allowing that to guide us and into a greater feeling of joy that's when the veil becomes the form. So the energy comes in. It begins taking shape within the veil. And then it becomes the manifested form. But it's only going to, be, going to become the manifested form based on the focus of our energy, based on the focus of our thought, based on the focus of our emotion. And so we have to begin learning to be very clear about what we want and state it without any connection to the past, right? Universe, this is what I want, but I don't want it to look like that. 
Remember, we did this universe. It didn't work out well. Whatever that was. Even, even in Scripture, remember the, the Scriptures say what? Asking you shall receive. The Scriptures don't say, all right, make me guess. Make me guess. Let's see what happens with guessing. We want to become very clear. And when our minds, when our sense, when our emotions, our sensory input is scattered, not focused, then what we're saying to universe is, guess, I'll, I'll take what you send me. I'll take what you bring me. As opposed to, this is what I want. We want to begin working with spirit in such a way that not only are we clear with what is manifesting for us, but that the veil has no other image, no other demonstration that's evolving, that's growing and expanding into the now, that the universe is clear as well. How do you get that clear? That's a very good question. Well, I try to be clear, but, you know, I have to work. I have to work. I have bills to pay. I have, I have a life. So how do I get clear when life is occurring? Well, the very first thing to do is to realize that this life that's occurring, that is part of the evolutionary process. This life that is occurring is occurring as a result of the thoughts, the ideas, the sensory input that you have chosen to accept for yourself in the moment of now. And if we're going to begin focusing so clearly that all of the universe knows, absolutely knows, this is what to bring forward, then we have to let go, let go of the past. We have to let go of the doubts. We have to let go of the fears. We have to begin looking at everything that's coming into our life as the universe conspiring to manifest our, our demonstration. Now last night, or yesterday, take the, let me back up even further, Friday I was here with Chris, our administrator, and her daughter, Sarah. Sarah was, it was nine months pregnant, okay? And, and Sarah's baby was due yesterday. And so we just had the best time with Sarah on Friday being as expecting as she was. And so Chris asked me for a quote, and I said, well, let's just say that every moment is pregnant with infinite possibilities. <laughs> Chris loved it, Sarah, not so much. So yesterday I was on my way to, to the wedding, to do, officiate at the wedding of Lisa Rashawn. Everybody knows Lisa, they're official now, right? And just, just out of the blue, I thought, let me text Chris, and I texted Chris, and I said, make sure you let me know when the baby, text me when the baby comes, because I knew the baby was coming soon, and so, <laughs> anyway, last night at one, somewhere last night, Sarah went into labor, and they made the decision to do a C-section at one ten in the morning, and the phone rang at one ten in the morning. And it was Chris requesting affirmative prayer work for that C-section goes well. Now, I'm a heavy 
really heavy sleeper, so Dan was the practitioner on duty at 1.10 in the morning. And, and he did that work for, for Sarah and, and Chris. But the baby's here. The baby's here. And it is a little boy. And I knew that it was coming not because of any intuitive feeling, but because of the fact that his presence within the veil was so strong. His willingness to come in on his terms was very strong. He wasn't going to come in when the doctor said he was going to come in, which was supposed to be the day before. He was going to come in when he, when he knew he would come in. And this is what we're talking about in sensing the veil and recognizing that the veil is just this extension of presence because we don't want to get wrapped up in this veil separating us from the good that is available to us. We don't want to get caught up in, well, if there, if there is this separation of the physical and the spiritual, how do I get to it? And there is no getting to it. You're already within it. You are already living within and beyond the veil simultaneously. Your entire experience is about the spiritual energy coming forward, cascading forward, going through this veil, and becoming that ever-growing seed of thought into this perfect manifestation that you are. But somewhere along the way, that gets lost in translation. That gets lost in the translation of, you know, I just want to do this one magnificent thing. Whatever this one magnificent thing is. But everybody's saying, this is how it's supposed to be done. And it doesn't feel right to me. Everybody's telling me, this is how I get to this greater good that I'm seeking. However... They're also saying, I need all of these pieces of paper, doctorates, masters, etc., to bolster me into this greater expression. I have to pay my dues. Tell me, how does pay my dues feel compared to embracing the sizzle? Pay my dues compared to embracing the sizzle. See, the sizzle is not about paying the dues. The sizzle is about creating that avenue of experience which allows you to always be in that expectation, that excitement, that the manifestation is evolving. That the manifestation is evolving. You may not always see it, but you can hear the sizzle, you can smell the sizzle, and your mouth begins to water with anticipation. The veil should have never been mentioned, in my opinion, because it, it creates this illusion of separation. And the veil, again, is nothing other than this extension of the universe becoming. And what it's becoming is what you said it, what you decide it's going to become. What it's becoming is what you ask for with clarity. What you ask for with clarity. Now, 
we've set up this intention. And I want you to follow along with this intention because this is so very important. We've done the spiritual aspect. We've asked so that we received. We let go of saying, okay, universe, surprise me. But we're existing at, as these three levels of spirit, the spiritual, the mental, and the physical. And we, what we want to do is after we ask, we want to make sure we're carrying this momentum, this momentum of allowing the universe to express for us as we've directed it to. And this is going to require some action. This is going to require the understanding that your action within the physical realm is equal to the same energy of your asking within the spiritual realm. Got that? Your action within the physical realm is equal to the energy of your asking within the spiritual realm. It is through our action that we are saying to the universe, "We, I am working in sync with everything that needs to have for this manifestation to come forward. Got it? Of course you do. Everybody breathe. Everybody breathe. Right? This tran transcendence from the spiritual through the veil into the physical. This is this flow of presence that everybody's talking about. This is this flow of energy that everybody's talking about. Esther Hicks likes to say, you know, go with the flow. Let go of the paddles. Quit rowing against the, the tide, the flow, and, and just follow the stream. Just follow the stream. And that sounds great if you're on a stream that's not going any rap over any rapids at the moment. That sounds wonderful if the stream is an easy flow. But understand this, the stream has as many rapids or as flows as effortlessly and easily as our perception of it as we perceive it to have. How's that grab you? So if we go into this stream of, of this flow of energy, it's and with the expectation that this is going to be a bumpy ride, it's going to be a bumpy ride. But when we go into this expectation that I don't have to row, I can allow the stream to carry me. I can move into a state of consciousness, a state of being, through word, through selling the sizzle, creating the anticipation, the excitement, where it just carries me to my good. And the things that I have to do action-wise may be working with the doctors. Working with the doctors. Using the baby coming in into the experience. They weren't anticipating a C-section. Although I don't know why. You know, that to me sounds like the path of least resistance. I'm there. <laughs> So we have to move into that awareness that every doctor, every nurse, everybody that was participating in that moment of Daniel Jr., Daniel J. Jr. coming into this existence was there as an extension 
of the universe coming forward to support this new idea of this child. So when we begin looking at that, accepting the support that's around us and moving, taking that action, those actions that allow that, that support to come forward, then we begin trusting letting go of the oars. Then we begin moving into an awareness that, wow, this creation stuff, this is pretty easy. This creation stuff is truly about the good that I choose and ask for. This creation stuff is all about the excitement, the anticipation that I choose, I choose to create within my own consciousness. My own consciousness. What's the excitement you're creating within your consciousness right now? What's the joy you're creating within your experience right now? Are they joyful thoughts? Are they thoughts that make you laugh? Are they thoughts that build this energy of an ex of excitement within you so much so that you know that a day from now, two days from now, maybe even a month from now, whatever it is, what's going to unfold for you is that picture, that image of that flower opening with ease, that demonstration open with ease. And we're not excited about the, the flower, the demonstration. We're excited about the process of being the creator. We're excited about knowing that in all that we do, we are simply this energy, this evolution of source coming forward to create and expand into even greater good. Share something Esther Hicks said. She said, most people are rowing against the current of life. Instead of turning the boat around, all they need to do is let go of the oars. I love that. All they have to do is let go of the oars. And my experience has been, for those that are rowing against the currents of life, it's because they're still living in the past. It's because they've created this false idea that it has to be hard. Creation has to be hard. Or creation has to be the way someone else said it needed to be. If I'm going to create this wonderful life experience, I have to pay my dues. Let it go. All you got to do is embrace the sizzle. All you got to do is begin moving into that joy factor of just creating. The joy is in the creating. The creation, you know what's going to happen once the rose manifest? It's immediately gonna, going to become, start the process of becoming something else. That's why we always have this desire for something more and something more and something more and something more. The creative process never ends. It's because that drive of spirit becoming in this moment never ends. Wherever you are on your journey, allow yourself to create some sizzle. Allow yourself to get excited about the process of creation. And, and know that in this excitement of 
about the creation, what you're really doing is living as that perfect function of presence. This idea of what's between the veil needs to be let go of. Because this veil is nothing more than the extension of presence becoming. And when you begin seeing it as that, and begin releasing that notion, that feeling, that there's something separating me from my good, then you begin moving into the awareness, oh, my good and I are always one. The desire that I seek is all that I am, as it is the energy that I am becoming. What is your most powerful affirmation that you have? I'm not going to ask you to share it. What I am going to ask you to do is ask yourself, did he just put me on the spot? Do I, do I have a powerful affirmation that I use often? Because if you do, great. If you don't, it's time to create the sizzle of one. It's time to begin looking at ways to, to embrace wording affirmations that allow you to move into that excitement and that ant and anticipation of the creative process and let go of anything that allows for a sense of separation. Let go of anything that says your good is at hand once you do blank. You know, we can go through the litany of individuals who had they followed the process that was laid out for them by society or some very well-meaning individuals, our lives today would not be better or would not have improved. The Wright brothers, first ones that come to mind, they were told over and over again, you can't build a lighter-than-air flying machine. It goes against the principles of, of nature. And now, of course, we're hurtling across the world in these buses with wings, getting there faster and quicker every day. Don't follow. Don't follow what society has set out. Don't follow what people tell you needs to be done. Follow your heart. Follow your heart. Follow the sizzle that's created with the anticipation within the moment. Follow the energy of presence evolving always as you. Between the veil, between the veil is a misnomer. No such thing. No such veil. As all there is is the energy of God evolving into this life form. And yes, it may take on different appearance appearances as it's evolving into form, but at the end of the day, it's just pure energy following your train of thought. It is just pure creative intelligence responding to the declarations of intention that you set forth. At the end of the day, 
it is just pure spirit with one goal, living fully and completely as the magnificent you. Live that truth, embrace that truth, and go and sizzle the rest of the week. Namaste. All right, if you would please say the tithing affirmation with me. Infinite mind, in as and through me, blesses and multiplies my tithe. Blesses and multiplies my tithe. It does its good and perfect work. It does its good and perfect work. And returns to me. And returns to me. Multiplied abundantly. Multiplied abundantly. And if the ushers would